Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. The Zone is joined by Razorback guard and fan favorite Devo Davis. Davis. Davis going right to the rack. Pretty finish with his left hand. Devo grew up in Jacksonville, so it only makes sense that he's brought to you by Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney Chevrolet is the gold standard for car shopping experience. And Devo Davis sets the gold standard for basketball play. It's Davis for the lead. Timeout, 2.9, Arkansas by two. What a shot! Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to see all the great deals. Now, let's hit the hardwood with Devo Davis. All right, let's do it. Devontae Davis. What's up, Devo? How are you? What's up? Doing good. Congratulations. Uh, Let me ask you, I know this is basketball, but let me throw you a softball. What did you enjoy more, the first three games of the conference slate or the last three games? (laughs) The last three for sure. Well, last night was impressive. You guys are doing it with defense. Um, and it looks like we talked about this, I think, after the game. Something kind of switched for you guys at the end of the A&M game. Didn't quite pull it out on the road. Obviously, you're going to get another shot at them here soon. But defensively, it looked like the switch kind of flipped for you guys. Is there something that uh, you noticed in the way you guys are approaching things? Is it a personnel deal? Is it a mental approach? Is it an alignment thing? What do you think happened defensively where you guys have become so effective there? I think it's the physicality, just knowing that we um, we gotta play hard. Uh, we we aren't the best three uh, three point shooting team. We um, pretty we're pretty good at getting to the free throw line and things like that. But I think it starts for us uh, and for this team at least on the three, um on the defensive end, um, just guarding as hard as we can every single position. Devo Devo, last night the uh, streak of a what was a thousand and ninety one straight games of making a three pointer for Arkansas came to an end. Uh, that streak started in nineteen eighty nine. Did y'all care at all? I didn't even know. Um, I heard people talking about it, but I didn't know uh, that there was even a streak or whatever. Because I didn't. I, I, that's the first time um, I heard anyone break it up. So. Yeah, um, I think I think a few people was talking about it, but um, I'm sure we'll talk about it later on today. The fans were yelling three. I could hear it on the TV, chanting three. Had three fingers up in the air. I think about the last four minutes of the game. Were you were you just wondering what the heck are they doing? What are they talking about? Why do they want a three? I was so lost. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know what they were talking about at all. You know why? Because it doesn't matter. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and you you won by 16. That's all we really cared about. Um, you know, offensively, you know, with the the changes in the lineup, you guys have, have seemingly found your way, and the approach offensively has been so impressive. Attack, hit free throws, which to me is very similar to what worked for you guys last year. How, how much does it feel like you guys are kind of getting back to what worked for you guys last season? Yeah, getting to the free throw line uh, is, is a big key for this team. Uh, I think we're uh, top in the country getting to the free throw line, free throws attempted. If, uh, if we continue to do that, I think we can uh, continue to pull off a lot of these games. I looked it up yesterday. You're number one in the SEC free throws attempted per game and number five in the country. Now, that may have gone up after going to the free throw line 33 times last night. That was great. And you made 27 of those 33. That's a great shooting mm-hmm. percentage. Diva, I was pr- impressed last night. It looked like you were uh, you found that mid-range game again. You knocked down several of those little 15-foot jumpers that you love so much. Are you? Do you feel that part of your game growing? Yeah, for sure. Um, just getting my legs back under me. Uh... And, and, and 
trying to get lift, um, just knowing that on the mid-range game, it's one of the hardest shots in the game. So you got to have lift and you got to be able to uh, just work on it every single day, you know. Jalen Williams in his last five games is averaging a double-double. He's now averaging, I think it's 12 points a game, 11 rebounds a game in his last five. He had a streak of three straight double-doubles in last night because he came up a rebound short. What have you seen out of Jalen this now, I guess this last four weeks, last month of the season? What's changed with him, you think? I think his, uh, his, his uh, impact on the game, knowing that when he comes into the game, he's going to be aggressive, he's going to be physical and, and ready to put on a fight, no matter who we're playing against, who, who we're going against, and who his matchup is. I think that's something that um, we didn't see a lot of, not, uh, a lot, a lot out of him last year, which we knew he we he had. He just had to get comfortable. And now you see he's getting comfortable. He's at, he's dunking the ball in transition. He's dunking the ball in half court. I think that's something that uh, I've seen before because uh, I play AAU, AAU with him. So just knowing that I knew he could do that, I'm glad it's showing now. And you guys, can, y'all, you guys are able to see that. Devo Davis joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. brought to you by Guatney Chevrolet. 11 turnovers last night, and that's an area that has been a little more of an issue this year maybe than some years past for you guys, and um, you cleaned it up. I was talking to to Coach Boone at Central Arkansas about their issues with that last night, and he said, well, one of the things we've done that worked well was not talking about it. What have you guys done? I mean, because, again, I think it can be harped on too much where it gets in your head and you almost become fearful of making a mistake, whether it's missing free throws or turning the ball over. I mean, do you find clearing your mind a little bit maybe helps with that, taking care of the basketball? Yeah, uh, I mean, we just play, you know, and we worry about – and we just try to win, and that's all we're looking for. If, if we have turnovers, that's something that we just have to fix, you know. But we play, we play to win, and turnovers come with the game, just like when teams make runs and things like that. Uh, it comes with the game, so just knowing that those type of type of things can be fixed, and we're, we're going to fix it uh, just – just continue to play our game and just try to win um, as best as possible. Wes told me a stat earlier. We were looking at the stats. <clears throat> you guys forced six or what was it, 11? 11 turnovers in the second half, and you gave up six baskets in the second half. 22% you held South Carolina to in the second half. That's about as uh-huh. good as it can be done. Did you realize how much you guys were holding them down in the second half? Yeah, we noticed. Um, you see the the – the start of the uh, second half, the momentum changed. Um, that first group got out of them quick, and uh, as he made subs, we just made sure we just continued to uh, put our put uh, keep our foot on the gas and just continue to play harder. And, and you see, uh, the defense showed. I think they scored like 19 points in the second half, which is really, really real defensively for us. And I think um, this going to continue in this game um, going into the sixth game, no game. Devo, you started the second half on an eighteen to two, eighteen to one run, and two of those eighteen points were free throws. So that means there were sixteen points y'all made off of eight baskets. Little quiz for you: out of those eight baskets, do you know how many came from inside the lane? Uh, I think majority did. Um, you know, you got. I think Jalen Williams and Jaden Duffy did really well um, in the pick and roll game. He, um, that was part of the scouting for finding the roller um, late. Late um, on the pass, and that he did that really well. We, uh, I think he had a five five assist, and I think it was something he really improved on. And Jalen Williams, as you see, being aggressive, rolling hard to the basket every single time instead of popping, looking for his shots outside, and then getting the paint, getting and one hit us out a lot. Eight baskets, seven layups, one dunk. All eight were right there at the rim. Wow. 
That's a majority. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it. Devo, I played for a coach in high school. He was a yeller, uh, and I know you did too. And uh, he got after you. He was loud during a game, and uh, love him to this day. Uh, taught me a lot, but he had to miss a game one time. And our assistant coach uh-huh. didn't say a whole lot. Uh, he, you know, he let us kind of play. What was it like not uh, having Musselman on the sideline at, at LSU Saturday? Um, I know I, we all knew he was watching, so it wasn't it wasn't something that that really didn't it didn't affect us as much because we knew like his input was already in there. Um, we knew what he wanted, and, and Coach Smart knew what he wanted, so Coach Smart just translated from what Coach Must and him talked about and just told us, you know, and we just uh, figured it out. And, and as you see, when we uh, was in Louisiana, we got the win, and I think that, that was a big win for us, um, knowing that I think that she was a quiet one win, mm-hmm. so I think that helped us out a lot um, mm-hmm. uh, in the standing, for sure. Could you hear Coach Mouse from, from Fayetteville? <laughs> hey, hey, I don't know. I didn't hear him, but I'm sure somebody did. You, you, you can feel him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about eight? What's got you, you guys? Obviously, had a tough loss at A and M. You're, and I know y'all haven't really turned the page to them yet. But looking back at that game, what what do you what do you think? It's got to be different for a different outcome coming up. I feel like. The last five minutes, five or six minutes that we played against A and M in the second half, that's how we need to play the entire game um, coming into Saturday. And I think if we do that, um, we should we should we should definitely win. Just knowing how hard we played and, and the intensity of the game, and we, I think in the last six minutes of the second half um, when we played them the first time, um, we 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 made a huge run on them. Uh, they pulled it out. By making a, um, a key basket was hurt us, but I feel like if we have that same intensity, there's no way we come out with uh, with uh, without the W. Let me ask you about Coach Smart and go back to that for a second. And he, you know, he got to return home and gets that win. I mean, that was a special moment for him as an individual. That's something I'm sure he'll remember for the rest of his life. What's your relationship mm-hmm. with him like, and and what did that mean for you guys to do that for him and and to be able to get that win? Yeah, me and Coach Smart is really close. So. He calls he calls me every single day. Um, I go I go up to his office and we do fam and I visit him all all the time. So yeah, me and him is really close and um, yeah, um, like you said, it was really that was a really big uh, win for him. You know, he his his home was like six minutes away from yeah. the, the arena. So it, it's 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 nice knowing that we did something special and both um, smart and I think um, like you said, he'll remember for a long time. How many times has he shown you the shot he hit to win the championship? Uh, we've seen that a few times. It did. It did. Uh, it was crazy because it was one time we watched it, and then like the next week, I uh, went to the Hall of Fame Classic, and, and he was named like he was in the Hall of Fame with Indiana. I think, if I'm not mistaken, he got a uh, um, he got a big old statue of him in Indiana. So that's crazy. I didn't know that until hmm. this year. I didn't either. Um, talking to Devontae Davis again on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, courtesy of Guatney Chevrolet. Last night, a Missouri team you guys blew out of your building, beat Ole Miss on the road by 25. What does that tell you about the SEC? Oh, crazy. Uh, we've seen it. And, and, it's, and it's wild because the SEC, anything can happen, you know. And so that's why from now on, um, not worried about the last game. 
um, that we lost we worry about the ones that we won and want to continue that win streak and we're going to continue to just do what we do and just play our game and, and keep this win streak going and hopefully hopefully uh, a lot of other new teams uh, are ready to uh, compete because we're ready for sure. A&M has Kentucky tonight. Is that a game you guys would watch live, or is that something you guys wait and they, they cut the tape up for you guys and you watch it tomorrow? Uh, yeah, Coach Mother is definitely going to tell us to turn it on uh, just so it can be part of our scout. Um, we know that uh, going to Texas A&M, they're, they, they're tough, and, and you got a, a Kentucky team that's really, really good. And so um, just scouting both of those teams, knowing that we had to play Kentucky yet, but play A&M, maybe uh, looking at some of the different sets they may run or – or even just the defensive, the defensive part of the game, uh, that that change of momentum uh, on the on the defensive end, um, which we take big part of uh, big part of in our uh, scout. I mean, it, it helps us out a lot just to watch their game, just knowing see what they got going on and see what the what kind of uh, things they're running. Devo, I need you to clear up a little uh, debate I had with my wife. We're watching the game Saturday, and you come down, land on your mouth, and the tooth pops out. Uh, Tell, is that your original tooth that you knocked out? Was that a, a, a fake tooth? What was it? Help me out here because I couldn't figure out, and I'm fighting with my wife about it, and she's taking one side, I'm taking the other. Settle the debate. Yeah, so the, so when I hit my mouth, my tooth didn't come out. My tooth was in my mouth still. My gum fell out. So when my gum fell out and I started walking to the dentist, I knew my lip had already busted because it was bleeding bad. And then I... I I had coughed and my tooth popped out, and so I didn't know. I didn't know like what had happened because I knew I felt something moving in my mouth. But I didn't know what it was. I thought it was a cap, my um, my cap that I had on my tooth, but it wasn't. It was it was my front tooth that came out. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's crazy! And Ronnie was like, Ronnie Brewer told me to come come here and open my mouth because he seen me. I was being really bad. And he started freaking out, and he called. He called the trainer. And he called the trainer, was, and the trainer was like, oh, "He's gonna be behind you." And I said, "Calm down, y'all ain't gotta do all that." You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I ain't dying, you know. But I knew, I knew for sure that I ain't want to land on my wrist because I ain't want to break none of break any any balls or nothing. You can, you can play, you can play without without a tooth in mouth, but you can't play with no broken wrist in basketball. So that's a quick line. You gotta have a quick yeah, mind to be I hanging in midair and go. I'm gonna land on my face instead of my wrist. I, I caught myself a little bit and I just had to move my hand. I knew if I landed on my wrist, it's possibly something to break, and I didn't want none of that to happen. But I knew moving my moving my hands was the best option for me. And it was crazy because I told Coach Smart that he was like, "I don't know how you think that quick, but everybody else would have just landed on their wrist and took it and had two cans on their hand." I said, "No, nah, I can do that, Coach Smart." Dude, it was like a cat. I mean, he twisted in midair, and he oh. he came down. It looked like a cat falling from a tree. That was so athletic. So it, it was a cap that busted out? Is that what you said? No, I just, so I got a cap on the back of my tooth, and so no, it was my front tooth that came out. Though. It was your original front tooth that busted out? Yeah, I got a temporary on there now. Oh, my gosh. Dude, then you started swishing around water in there. Did that not hurt the the nerves of that tooth that are exposed? I, I'm not allowed to. It hurt me then, and, and I went to the dentist the next morning. And they was asking like, when, when you started drinking water, was it hurting? I was like, no, it wasn't hurting as bad as everybody thought it was. But no, it wasn't hurting at all. I'm not sure why. It's crazy. <laughs> wow. And I, and I can tell you because I ain't no dentist, but he told me um, 
the bone broke in my tooth as well. So maybe that's why. I don't know. Man. Well, that's wild. We'll try to stay intact this weekend, and good luck against a and I know you guys uh, would love to get over on them after the close loss down there. So good luck. Appreciate the time, and congrats on last night's win. Okay, thank you very much. All right, take See care. You.